Ash and Kat, and we are starting a podcast. Yay, Yay, us! So our podcast is going to be called Empathetic Villains, and it's going to detail some of mine and Kathy's thoughts on um, being in our villain era, I guess. Learning, growing, accepting the world around us. Putting up boundaries when we need to, saying no. And it's having fun with life and realizing that we're not always going to be everyone's favorite person and that's okay. Yep, totally. Being okay with that sort of thing, finding your people, the people who accept you for the weirdness that is you, because we're all pretty weird. Finding your tribe. Finding your tribe. So it's probably going to be a hot mess of hilarity because we're pretty hysterical, but also can't. Humor is healing. What? Humor is healing. But we also can't stay on topic for anything. And yeah, we're just excited to share everything with you guys. Um, We'll probably throw some things at the wall, see what sticks. See what you guys like. We are also starting a YouTube channel to go along with this. And that is going to be called Cat and Ash Do Things. So we've noticed the last couple years when Kathy and I go out to do things. It's usually stuff we're not very good at. And all hilarity ensues. Because neither one of us can be serious about it. But we try. We do really try. We do try, but um, I think it's better to laugh with each other about it than to blow your top, right? Correct. (laughs) So we can give you kind of a little bit of background on both of us, and then we have a story we can tell you that kind of dictates the whole what Cat and Ash Ash do things is going to end up being. Our essence. Our essence. What is what makes us us? So Kathy and I went it. to high school together and middle school together too, right? Uh, I don't know if we were friends. I don't know if we were friends, but we went to the same middle school. And then Correct. we were friends in high school. And then in college, we both studied the same thing at a local technical college. I dropped out. And we both don't do it now. (laughs) Right. (laughs) We went to school for interior design. I dropped out. I mean, I graduated, but I didn't do anything with it. (laughs) So we both went to college for interior design, and now we both work in accounting. So I'm not really quite sure how we made that leap, but... um, I blame it on our spicy brains. Spicy brains... And this is going to be a little bit of a creative outlet for us. We're creative in our own interesting ways. I think the important thing to know about both of us is that I think we use both sides of our brains. And that's what makes our spiciness a little extra because we are the creative, artsy, 
fun type, but then we're also the very logical, how is this going to work? like voice of reason and I think at different times in our lives we're that for each other yeah I would say our personalities complement each other very well we are very similar in a lot of things and opposite in other things but you know it's the stuff that like we're opposite and the other person can give you a little bit of perspective on what you're what you're doing what you're thinking and give you that you know difference of opinion to make you sit there and go, okay, maybe this isn't what I thought it was, or, you know, maybe I'm being too this way about it. And I think that's really important when you finally find those friends that they'll be there for you through thick and thin, but they're also going to tell you when you're wrong. I mean, not so much in a mean way. No, but (laughs) as far as being accountable, definitely being accountable. That's, that's a good way to put it. So, yeah, that's a little bit about us. Um, So I would say that you are more of a traditional medicine type. Yep. Um, So you have more of the background on um, going to therapy and that process, whereas I'm more of a holistic mind. So I would give advice um, like about your spiritual journey and more of a naturopathic kind of working it out that way. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Um, not that you're opposed to, you know, modern medicine and not that I'm opposed to anything holistic. It's just a little bit different approach that we have. But we're also able to, I mean, I'll, I'll call her up all the time and be like, what oil do I need for this? Or what's, what's happening with mercury that I'm, that this is happening in the microwave. It's in the microwave. I don't know what's happening. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that's another thing that we're kind of going to, you know, touch on here and there is just the ways we're different, the ways we're the same and have some good conversations that will probably make you laugh um, along the way. And yeah, we'll see where this takes us. Hopefully. Hopefully hopefully someone has the same sense of humor as we do. You might laugh. You might cry. We might do the same. (laughs) You might cry while you're laughing. I mean, we cycle through these things daily. Absolutely. Um, And the last couple of years, we've both really grown as people and as, you know, friends and just grown in general. And I think it's going to be really fun to explain to other people kind of the stuff we've been through and we go through. And, um, you know, like Kathy said, I I have gone to therapy. I have gone to a psychiatrist, um, you know, all these different things that there's so much attached to them and to be able to like normalize some of this, I think is really great. And I think to share two different perspectives is going to be fantastic because you can take a little bit from column A and a little bit from column B and see what works for you. Um, I think that's, that's going to be really fun to, you know, kind of talk about these things and what, 
what each of us think and what each of us have done in specific situations. But yeah, I think I think it's going to be fun. I hope I so. hope so. So should we move on to our adventure this weekend, which we had not taped because we just, we've been winging this and figuring out what we want to do. But I mean, we try, we tried to, t- we're kind of, more, we tried to document it. Yeah, we're kind of more like fly by the seat of your pants with a little bit of a plan type people, like. We have a general outline of the things we want to do, and then it's just kind of whatever way the wind takes us, whatever adventure we choose. And it's choose my adventure. It's, it's your own choose your adventure story. <laughs> it's our choose your adventure story that we're gonna take you guys along on. Love that journey for Love us. Love that journey for us us. Please buckle up because I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what this is gonna turn into. I think the more and more we reminisce about it, and it literally only happened yesterday. <laughs> it just gets better every day. It's better every day. I, I hope somebody finds this story as funny as we found it in the moment and still today. Um, but we took a little kind of relaxing, girly weekend um, up by one of Kathy's family members and um they have a lake house and it was beautiful. Um, and Kathy shared with me a bunch of her favorite places, which was so fun. I love sharing that sort of thing with your friends and things, you know, that are special to you, sharing those things with the people you care about. Um, but so we took a long road trip up north, listened to a bunch of fun music and, you know, sang really terribly to it. Jammed out. Jammed out. At a mini car concert. <laughs> and um, yesterday we decided, since we were on the lake, and I mean, pretty much I decided, all right, let's be honest. <laughs> you did not want to go. I fed into your wanting. My delusions. <laughs> I wanted yeah. to use the canoe my family, we've gone kayaking a bunch this summer, and we really love kayaking. And I used to canoe. I went to Girl Scout camp. We learned how to canoe. I also went to Girl Scout camp and did nothing. Well, good talk. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, I learned how to canoe, but apparently canoeing and kayaking are very not the same. They're similar, but not the same. And um, a wiser person than us said it's pretty windy out there you sure you guys want to go out i feel like two wiser people than us one being my sister one being my nephew (laughs) yeah so like sometimes you should just listen to people and not be like no i know best because we don't know best (laughs) (laughs) well backstory is they went canoeing the day before and history with this lake is like one day it's like smooth as glass on one side of the lake and like uh, super windy on the other side of the lake. Well, yesterday was a windy wavy day on our <laughs> side of the lake. <laughs> Just a little bit. And we were warm. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. So... 
I said, well, if we're going to do it, let's do it. And we got all the stuff ready. We got in the canoe and all was going great because we were going with the wind. We were just paddling with the waves. We were getting the hang of it. We did good. We got down the um, down the shoreline. We and... were also singing Moana while we were doing it. So it was... <laughs> that was on the way was back. It? Okay. I'm just adding that it was a great time had by all. <laughs> and the spectators. And the spectators. <laughs> so we made it pretty far. And I was like, okay, at the next um, dock. Boat. Yeah, the next dock, we're going to turn around. Because we still have to paddle back. <laughs> Ensue chaos. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was like, it was really choppy. And there were a lot of boats, like, semi-close to the shoreline. So extra waves were going on. Yeah, there's no no wake buoys yeah. on that lake. Yeah, so lots of waves, lots of wind. Lots of being unable to control a canoe in these conditions. I would like to say the first rule of canoeing is know how to control your canoe. (laughs) Know how to stop your canoe and turn your canoe. First rule of going canoeing is know how to canoe. And I'm a pretty like confident person when in some instances I probably shouldn't be like oh I've canoed before I totally got this no 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 and I had faith in you I listened to you I said it was when you said I know how to do this I said it was such confidence I was so confident I could do it and uh no Kathy really saved the day for us I couldn't tell you the last time I had ever been on a canoe or I think it was two years ago I had the paddleboard on an actual lake. Otherwise, we just paddle around and I have like an inflatable kayak that I've paddled around once on the pond by me. But yeah, so I was like, Asha kayaks all the time. She got this. I'm going to listen to her, right? Wrong. 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 <laughs> Our first attempt at turning around, we got pushed into the shore and we're like we're gonna spin it here and i ended up into the shore like uh we washed we weren't that far off of the shore we weren't but we literally washed up on shore like we couldn't even get it to stop (laughs) it was just like no 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 you're gonna just you need to calm down you're gonna rest here for a second you're gonna turn your butt around and then you can keep going as on the way, I lost my hat in the water and we rescued that. There was a poor paddleboarder guy just trying to enjoy his like sunshine and fantastic time. And here these two girls are struggling on his uh, property. I think he started paddling. He started paddling back. We're like, oh, maybe he's going to ask us if we need assistance. And he just. He definitely was just checking that we did not hit his boat. Correct. Um, so we're turning this bad boy around. I get out. I turn it around. And I start getting us in the right direction. You held it still while I climbed in. You did fantastic. Great. Did not let you fall in the water. You're the best. 10 out of 10. 
And we start going back on our merry way. We're pointed in the right direction now. Into the wind, into the waves. Into the wind, into the waves. But what could go wrong? Now we're like pointed the direction we need to go. <laughs> so I'm telling her we need to go out more. Like you go over over correction because the waves are going to bring us in. Right? Mark, intelligent. No, no, we're Good fine. thing to think. Genius level, this woman. Me, I'm just like, do, 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 do. We're spinning. Literally doing donuts. We can't control it. No matter what we do, we are going in a circle. It's clockwise or counterclockwise. We can't control what's happening. We are in a whirlpool of our own design. Going back into the shore where we came from. <laughs> so we finally get going straight. And then this one... She's like, I'm going to fix my hair and takes her hat off of her pony and her hat goes flying. It was still on my pony. It was so windy. I thought you took it off. I was trying to readjust it and the wind took it back and then the wind pulled it off my pony. Yeah, and then we thought it was a goner. We tried to get it and then we just kept floating further and further away. Mm -hmm. And I got us I got to spun back around. <laughs> like, we're going to do this. <laughs> we, we retrieved that hat. We did not retrieve that hat. You are incredible, and you retrieved that hat. My $3 hat, you retrieved it for me. <laughs> it was just floating in the weekend. It, it was floating. I had <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so we get going. <laughs> we're, it's like deja vu. We're like, I've seen this pier before. Like, we just got to get past this dock. We just got to keep going. And there are literally only two groups of people between us and our pier. And they happen to be two big groups. <laughs> So we got past the first group, who I'm sure was delighted with us. <laughs> and we get to the other group. And at this point, I, w- I was like, oh, I think I know how to go. I-, I think I know how to turn because of my paddle board. So I start paddling backwards. And I'm like, Ashley, paddle the opposite <laughs> way and we will stay straight. So we got that down for a bit. And then then I don't know what she was doing. I thought I knew what I was doing, and clearly I did not. And I don't know why you let me have such false confidence the whole time we were out there. Because I thought you knew what you were doing. And I was, I, so I was letting her paddle. And then, like, when we were getting pushed in, I would, like, go the opposite way to, like, correct us we were just like i'm gonna let ashley do her own thing let her think that she is the one that is manipulating this canoe right now and i'm gonna just silently be an awesome human behind her and fix every little thing she's doing wrong and i'm just gonna let her have this little bit of confidence i did and then i got distracted by the shiny water for a minute and then all of a sudden we were spiraling again <laughs> we had to recorrect all over again <laughs> we were literally doing donuts in front of the second group 
twice twice we like got we got like pushed back the opposite direction in this group if they weren't dying laughing then they clearly have no sense of humor because you could just hear us yelling like not yelling at each other but just like crying laughing like no we gotta turn this way you have to uh, paddle backwards i gotta do like just dying laughing trying to figure out what we needed to do while going great now this group of people has seen us sit here going in circles and Ash is like I just want to get back I just want to get back to the shore she's like what if we just we just <laughs> go into the shore and we can just, just pull the canoe down yeah and this canoe is a metal canoe oh, it's a zillion pounds super old super mm-hmm. heavy like we struggled getting it into the water <laughs> so there's no way we could have gotten it back to our house oh my gosh yeah and then i was, was like no when we started getting that we could see the house like we could see the house we were close enough i was like what if I well you thought you could see what <laughs> You thought you could see that. I'm like, there's two yellow um, floating docks. I'm like, you got to get to the second, get to the second one. And we're almost there. So we were just paddling, paddling. It was like, what did you, you refer to, to like the mirage in the yes. desert? It's like, I can see it. I can almost feel it, but it's so far away. So far away. But once we finally could see it, I was like, what if I just jump out and swim and pull it? Like, I couldn't well, in the midst it. of that, in the midst of that, I don't know what you did, but all of a sudden she slips back. Oh, that's right. Oh, it's amazing we did not flip over. I don't know how we did we it. Didn't. Yeah, so I'm going to say right now we did not end up in the water we did not flip over the canoe and we eventually made it home we did we are recording this podcast after we survived the canoeing trip it was minor injuries minor injuries i cut my foot i fell off that was after and landed on the very hard part of the canoe i'm all right she did not fall out of the no, canoe. Though. I fell into the canoe. And did not tip us Correct. over. So so we... As my nephew's laughing yeah. from our pier. Mm-hmm. But so I bet he took pictures. It took 15 minutes for us to get out to the spot we got to. And it took us like an hour and 15 minutes to get back. No big deal. Yeah. So. And then my nephew, who's like 16, is like... Why, why were you guys paddling into the wind on your way home? Everybody knows that you paddle against the wind on your way there and then ride it back. We're like, shut up. Not to mention, like, we can only go a specific way. Like, we can't stop the wind. We can't. Right. We, we weren't going to go all the way around the lake. There was no way we could have made I, it. We had no choice. I think his point was. Like when you're like walking, it's like when my sister takes me hiking, we like walk up the hill. So like when we so we start going up the hill. So like on the way back when we're tired, it's like downhill and it's like a break. Like I think that was his point. Like if we were to have started trying to go oh like the opposite upstream, way. Got it, got it. 
When we were done, uh oh, I lost you. We were both wiped, and both of our arms hurt real bad. I can't hear you. But it was. Can you hear me? Yep. I can't hear you. Oh no! There you are. Yay! Was that mine or yours? No idea. Um, Fun. But yeah, we had a very hysterical time. Um, it was like one of those those really hearty laughs that, you know. We're still laughing we're about. We're still laughing about one of those things you just think back to it and you start cracking up. It was, it was fun. It was funny. It was hysterical. It was a little aggravating. I clearly should not have had the confidence I had going into this. I can admit when I'm wrong. And man, we should have listened to your sister. Yeah. You can admit when you're wrong now. No, not don't tell me I'm wrong in the moment. <laughs> no, this is the journey that we've come to. That I, Ashley has grown a lot in the few years that we've ha- had a close relationship. Mm-hmm. Like three years ago, I couldn't have told her that. Like and been like, oh, I think <laughs> like she sees that she is wrong, and I can point out that hey. Maybe that wasn't the best JG, <laughs> but I got to let her try because that's who I am. I'm not going to damper someone's journey. Like <laughs> I, I fully believe that people need to work it out for themselves. And I am, um, my role as a healer is to hold space for you and be there for you and that's the journey you needed to take that day, and <laughs> I was right by your side. <laughs> I think that's super important, though. I mean, I do think I've grown a lot over the last, you know, three years, and I do think that before I would consider constructive criticism a personal attack, because mm. in that moment when you're hearing something bad about yourself you know, for someone like me, it just puts you in that fight or flight mode. Like, no, I have to protect myself. I can't receive that negative information about myself. And even still, like, you know, we were talking about a a situation that happened the other day. And, you know, in the moment when I'm upset and I'm sad or I'm really hurt or angry, in that moment, I want to feel heard by the people who I trust. I want to feel heard and I want to feel some sort of comfort. I don't want someone to be like, oh, you poor thing, everyone else is wrong and you're right about everything. I don't want that. But the empathy of, I hear you, I understand why you're frustrated, not like in that professional of a tone. I mean, you and I don't talk to each other like that a lot of the time. It's, you know, Whatever it's the words behind, it's the tone behind right. coming at someone. Right. So just learning a lot about like how to say the things you want to say to people in a method that they can like receive the information. I don't receive the information if I'm in that moment of being upset and angry or frustrated or sad or whatever it is. I have to let my brain simmer for a little bit because it's in this this crazy space. I mean, crazy is not the right word, but it's in this space of like 
no spiral. Yeah, it's this primal thing of hurt, cry, frustrated cry. It's just one of those things like I cannot control and I'm working on controlling it. But I think I've done a lot the last couple of years to work on that and get to the point that I want a little bit of support. And then afterwards, when I've had a night to sleep on it, the next day I can receive the criticism and I can I can receive the information of, hey, what that person said is a little bit accurate. I think that, you know, you do need to improve in this area or I do see what they're talking about. I don't think it's coming from a malicious place, but this is kind of what I see in you or with you or whatever it is. So um, I think that's that's something that's really cool that you get to be closer with your friends or your family or your loved ones or whoever it is. And you start to learn these things about them. You know, Kathy's great at picking up on these things way earlier than a lot of people. She, you know, I I can be a little dense when it comes to that stuff. Um, I'm a personally a, a bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Like my brain works in, um, I start seeing all the possible in- outcomes and I try to like, my brain is processing your tone and your emotion and how you are saying things. And because I know how to, I guess, read your emotions and how you're going to react, I try to help you understand, A, where the other person might be coming Mm -hmm. from and try to help you understand that point of view versus me saying well that's not what they were saying and you need to get over it like I don't think that helps anybody no and I think you've the entire time you know like we said we haven't been we've all we've been friends for a very long time but we've been very very close the last couple years and I've told you before, that's one of the things I really admire about you is you always try to see the situation from both people's perspective. Um, And even if someone, if the other person is wrong, you like still have a way to detail like everything about the situation, why they might be wrong, or again, step back and say, hey, do you think they have a point with X, Y, or Z? Do you think that you made them feel like being crazy yeah (laughs) do you feel like maybe is it me am i the drama (laughs) but it's you know it's one of those things that you find the people that can say those things to you because not everyone off the street is going to be able to give you constructive criticism or criticism in general and have it be received but when you find those people you really love and you know they're they're your family they're there are these people that they're they're your people. When you find those people, they should be able to tell you some sort of constructive criticism and they should expect some back from you. I mean, I think we're very good at, at this point. Not always. You've been pretty good with it always, but I think we're really good at this point in being able to say those things to each other and know what tone to use and know how to say those things. And I think it's great to have people around you that will call you on your BS and will tell you when you're being 
absolutely ridiculous. It doesn't mean you can't have those moments where you freak out and you're absolutely ridiculous. It just means you got to ground yourself once you've gotten to that point. You Before you react to anything, before you send that email or you text the person back or you really freak out, you have to like take the time to ground yourself back to reality and be like, no, that's not worth the reaction I was giving it. Um, I think that's that's a really cool thing. And I think coming back to that, like just being able to recognize after the fact, like after you've had time to calm down and collect yourself, mm-hmm. just being able to be accountable for those actions. 100%. And like maybe I did overthink that mm-hmm. and I didn't communicate what I wanted to. And I think that's where us as a society break down. And that's why like people stop talking to people or they just go silent. And I don't think that that's a healthy communication tactic. I don't think anyone does because nobody wants to be ghosted. Well, that's, the like, thing, human nature is to get closure of some sort, to understand, you know, why or at least get get to the part that both people are on the same page with it, right? Not to just be like right. left on red, ghosted, uh, just uh, change your phone number so your friends can't contact you anymore. I mean, there's uh, there's so many things that, you know, people in our lives you know, leave you without that, like, finality of something. Which, I mean, a lot of times you're not going to get closure. Mm -hmm. And also in that aspect, not everything needs a reaction. Not everything needs an explanation. And I personally have grown to the point where that's, like, I can tell myself that's okay. I don't need closure from that person I don't need an apology from that person I can move on with my life knowing that I tried everything I could and I tried to communicate everything I could and at the end of the day if they didn't want to hear that and they were not in the space to accept that then that's not on me anymore I release that Mm -hmm. And I can move on with my life without that guilt. Yeah, I do agree with that. Um, You know, again, a little bit of like our differences here we're going to talk about because, you know, Kathy does, does, you know, have this whole holistic approach to things. So it is a lot of like, I need to release this to be okay and to be who I need to be and what I need and that sort of thing. And, you know, it is really true, though. I mean, if you hate someone or you have an issue with someone and you just, like, can't let it go and you can't forgive them, like, you don't even need to forgive them, but just, like, let it go and... For your sake of mind. Yes, you keep that hate in your heart. It's, it's super toxic. You know, again, I'm not, like, super holistic or anything but like those things I really do think that even just holding on to those emotions and 
caring enough. Like, why are you giving that person space in your heart and in your brain? Yeah, why are you empowering them? Right. Like, at that point, you just kind of got to let that toxicness go. And, I mean, we've helped, helped each other through these types of things. And when you get through it, you feel so much lighter just in general, you know. And you start to realize maybe those those anxious tendencies or those stress triggers, you know, when you when you pull up to that person's house, you're always clenching your jaw and you don't realize these things until later. Your eyes start watering. What? <laughs> you said like for me, like confrontation or um, sharing emotions. I show like my eyes water. I'm a very emotional oh. person. Um, I think it's important to talk about um, our backgrounds as far as, we both have a lot of um, flight or fight in us. It's actually fight so, or flight. But. Well, you know. <laughs> uh, we just get triggered um, because we are very emotional. We're both very empathetic. And we take on those emotions of other people not knowing that it's not our burden to carry. And... I think that's a lot of growth that we've helped each other through the past two years mm-hmm. is realizing it's not our fight. Some people are never going to change. and You can't make them change. You can't make people change who don't want to change. And no matter how much good you see in them, um, especially for me, because so... Ashley's married um, and has a family. I'm still single and trying to navigate dating. In this and- horrible world of online dating, I cannot believe we'll have to do some podcasts on the stories you tell me because, my goodness, <laughs> men, what are you doing out there? Get it together. You know, there's more to life than just finding someone to bone, right? Like, come, I- I'm sorry. It makes me so angry. I just. I can't believe the population of men that exist on these dating sites. I mean, it's not just men. There's women, oh, too. Sure. That yes, do you are correct. I'm thing. sure. We're not man-haters. No, we're no, not men-haters. <laughs> I'm married. Um, a man. Um, but just the amount of, like, people that are on there that don't care. And it sucks. Just the, the disrespect. Yeah. The not, it's the kind of like, people that are common. there to find people. And... Like, don't put in your profile that you, like, want a serious relationship and you get married and kids if you don't want that. Or if you already have that. Or if you already have that. Good point. (laughs) I just, not all men are crazy. Not all women are crazy. But, like, especially in, like, dating in your 30s, I feel like at this point, what are we doing? Like... Make your choices here. Let's like, I, I think that's like another thing though. We're kind of in the process of learning. I feel like you change so much from your twenties to your thirties and you get to your thirties and you're able to kind of step back a little bit, be like, why are these things the important things to me? Well, these should and I be. And it, yeah, I think it's important to have like a list, like, we've pointed out I do have high standards 
but my standards aren't set in stone. And some people would argue you have to keep them, but I'm an open-minded person. Like I want to, if I meet someone, I put the time and effort into getting to know them because no, we're not all the same. We're not going to have the same interests. We're not going to have all the same likes. You have to be willing and open to actually learn about someone. Mm -hmm. We we're not, we definitely didn't grow up the same way. Um, Our family lives are different. How we learn is different. Like Ashley and I learn different things every day from each other. And we're like, oh, that explains a lot. Or I was never taught that, but she was taught that. And I think that's important in your, in that, well, everyday relationships, but especially trying to date someone. Like it's not just a toss this one aside, let's move on to the next one. Um, you got to discover I, who they are and why they are that way. And, Right. I mean, like, take a chance on people, like, put your all into people. Like, I don't think it's healthy. And some people would argue that I don't think I'm super old fashioned. I just expect respect. I was going to say, you're not old fashioned. You respect or you expect respect, which is, it should be pretty basic, but it seems to not be basic anymore. Right, if I'm getting to know someone, I personally want to just get to know that person and expect the same in return or the common courtesy of someone to say, hey, this is my situation and give me the opportunity if I want to be a part of that situation. A hundred percent. Because me finding out later is not going to be good for anyone. Like you can't start a relationship built on lies and deceit yeah. or not even lying. Just, I think all people also have the mentality of, well, it didn't come up. So a lie by you don't need is still a lie. Right. Like if you know something might be an issue for someone, bring it up. Like, if you've had relationships in the past that it's been an issue, like, bring it up right away. Talk about it. Like, I am very open with people about, I want a family. I want a kids. Mm-hmm. I'm in my 30s. Like, I told that- you, girl, we can raise a baby together, girlfriend. I got <laughs> But I'm just saying, like, I don't have a lot of years left to finish fulfill that so I'm gonna be upfront with someone I'm not going to wait around and oh yeah I'm having fun and someday this might happen but I'm not gonna wait around for years for nothing to happen right (laughs) and I think that's important to be on the same page because if you meet someone who just in their life having fun you're at different stages and that's totally fine and I totally respect that but just be open about it I mean we were talking about this today so I I'm married like Kathy said I've been married for 13 years and when my husband and I first started dating he asked me out a billion times and I kept turning him down because I'd only been in like serious relationships and I wanted to do the dating thing for a little bit. I wasn't someone who 
dated anyone. I just was always in a relationship. And so I turned that man down a zillion times until I finally said, fine, we can date. I know, so romantic, fantastic. (laughs) And we started dating and I showed up at his work one day to surprise him. And I mean, we had only been dating a couple weeks. And when I walked in, his ex-girlfriend was in there hugging him. And I looked at him and I was like, yeah, no, and walked right out, went back to my house. He called me and I was like, here, here's the deal, dude. It is what it is. But the next steps for me in my life are get married and have kids. I wanted to do a little bit of dating. Dating's not for me. I can't date. I I wanted to be a mom. I wanted to have kids. And I told that to my husband right away in our relationship. And I said, if that is not what you want, sorry, dude. Buck stops here. I, I'm not willing to sacrifice those things. And I think a lot of people can get scared when you tell them up front, this is what I'm looking for, because they naturally assume that that's like, okay, you're going to want to get married in the next three months and then start a family. And it's not. Or you're going to trap me. It's not. Date me and trap me. Not at all. It's being upfront and honest with people. I mean, I know a lot of people that they didn't have the kids conversation before they got married. So they're not even on the same page as each other with how many kids do you want to have? Do you want to have kids? And I mean, personally, to me, those are really important conversations. Those are big, monumental things in your life. And you can find that person that does want to do those things with you. You don't have to settle on, you know, that person. You can. That's totally cool. But, like, you do have the ability to to choose your own path, right, and to 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 express what you want to about what you want in your life. I mean, that's why we're all here, right? We are writing our own stories and choosing our own paths and finding the people we want to accompany us on those journeys. Right. And I think when you have that conversation about kids with people, sometimes they get scared and they're like, well, everything's going to change. Everything's Well, no, you have to... Also talk about your parenting styles. A hundred percent. What your expectations are about still dating your spouse after having kids. Mm-hmm. And like you have to give, it's a give and take. And you have to be emotionally available to not only your spouse, but also your kids. And Ashley works really hard at that. Like building that value that family value you make me cry (laughs) but like you gotta all just because you have kids your world's not gonna stop yeah they take up a lot of your time and I know I don't have kids but I'm close with Ashley I'm close with my uh sister and nephews and I don't your life doesn't have to stop just because you have kids but I think you have to want to do things either together right. or find a way um, to have those romantic dates and stuff. And I think that does scare a lot of people away. Well, and I um, think too, like the whole romantic date aspect of it. Also, like 
comes across maybe not the right way because it doesn't, it has to be what's romantic to you, right? Like to men maybe or women, you know, will sit here and think, um, you know, it has to be a candlelight dinner with rose petals everywhere. And like, to someone that might be absolutely, absolutely for me and my husband going and getting Taco Bell and building Lego sets together in the living room. That's romantic to us because it's, it's quality time for us. It's something we enjoy doing together. And that's, that's bigger for us or whatever you want to call it than going out to eat or whatever it is, you know, it's knowing your not like not just your love language, but like knowing your partner on a level that um benefits both of you. Like one of you might like physical touch and the other one yeah. might like giving gifts. <laughs> and you have to compromise and be in the middle, but you have to talk about it. You can't just sit on those feelings and be like That's where it's at. you don't give me enough attention when the person is giving you attention just not in the way you are thinking that they're giving you attention I think that's a good point too because you know I feel like so many people portray their marriages as like these unbreakable things that are you know the epitome of perfection and you know, in our digital world now, you see everyone's happy pictures on Facebook and their happy Instagram photos and stuff, and you don't see into maybe the darker parts of life. And, you know, my husband and I have gone through some really hard times and times that we've thought that we weren't going to make it out of those times and we weren't going to end up standing next to each other later on. And our life is not glamorous. It's not romantic. We're both working our butts off to try and provide a life for our kids. And we just have gotten to the point that we've learned each other better. We've understood each other better. We've both been in therapy and through therapy and through, you know, I like to read and learn new things. And through those avenues, you learn how to talk to people. I think that's a part of growing too. And you learn you learn, like you were saying before, how to kind of step back and be like, okay, that person had this life experience and that clearly is why they're this way. And how do we work through the trauma or, you know, through that together and figure out how we can both be happy in this relationship and we can both support each other through it. And it's not, it's not all hearts and butterflies and rainbows. Believe me, I am, (laughs) I don't think any of that stuff. I think in my opinion, honestly, marrying someone who is your best friend is the best. Someone who makes you laugh, someone who, you know, you want to go on adventures with, someone you want to hang out with. That's want to grow with. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm just really firm believer in that person that makes you laugh. Keep them around. They, there's laughter is best medicine. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> like, I mean, he gets away with a lot of stuff because he knows if he can make me laugh that I won't be as mad about stuff. He's a quick distractor with a joke. 100%. <laughs> he t- uses that to his advantage all the time. He never shuts up with his dad jokes which I find hysterical. I know, ridiculous, but, um, you know, it's... It's a good ice 
breaker breaks attention. I get mad when I can't be mad anymore at him because he made me laugh. And like, you can't go back to being mad after you just had a big belly laugh. That's, that's madness. Okay. You have to then just forgive them. I mean, obviously if it was a big deal and a serious thing, we talk about it. He's not going to try to make me laugh then. But, you know, if I'm mad that he didn't. Sometimes you need to take a break and come back absolutely, to it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, we hit some really fun topics today. Um, Sometimes we get deep real quick. We do. We do. I promise, you know, once we get in the swing of things, we'll we'll make you guys laugh a lot more and give you some insight into crazy stories we have with each other and our own individual crazy stories. And, you know, my therapy journey, my um, medicine journey, I guess you would say, and the, the things I've learned from Kathy along the way and the things that, you know, I, not, I'm not going to say like believe in now, but like the things that I appreciate now and I understand and I you know, kind of vibe to a little bit more. Um, And I love being able to learn those things and get a different perspective. And, you know, we've both always kind of been like, how can we mix these two together? So I'm not afraid to go to the doctor because of past experiences and horrible doctors before and people that don't actually care about what you're going through. Like, how do I mix these two, a little bit of holistic with a little bit of modern medicine and get to a point that I can find what works for me and what makes me feel better? You know, sometimes healing the soul is the best thing you can do. And, you know, like her, uh, Kathy and I were talking today about, you know, even some of these things, if they, let's just say, let's just throw it out there that they're a placebo effect. Okay. Even if they were, we could argue this even if they were if they help you if it soothes a piece of your soul if it makes you feel better about something what's the harm in it who cares if it's sometimes you need to trick your brain into thinking oh you gotta trick my brain all the time yeah you just have to i it's i don't want to say it but it's as if so i give you this sugar pill regardless of if it's actually a sugar pill or not taking that off the table if you are changing your mindset and in your mind you're saying this is going to help me this is going to make me feel better and it's not harming your body in any way Mm -hmm. uh, you're listening to your body and that positive affirmation, that positivity that you're putting into yourself is helping you heal, whether it was physical, whether it was mental, mm-hmm. it was, it's, something's gonna change. And I think it's important to be able to listen to your body. Yep, I would agree. With you. And as much as I favor the holistic side, I do know when there's a time that you need to see doctors. There is a time. If her bone's sticking out of her leg, she's not going to just rub some lavender on it and call it a day, okay? We're going to the ER. We're going to the doctor. (laughs) As much as I don't want to, and it's going to give me stress, 
But again, that for me, that trigger has always been, I don't feel listened to. I don't don't feel feel heard. And the struggles that I've struggled with, I feel like I've been silently struggling them with them. So I listened to my body and I found my resources and I found a different approach to help my body feel better, right. help my mind feel better without adding the stress, without adding the judgment. And you have to feel and you have to be open to what works for you. So we're not saying go one way or another. You're not we're medical just, professionals. We are not. <laughs> we're not telling you to do anything. We're just giving you the resources and the options to be able to ask for help. Mm-hmm. And it's okay not to be okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay to break down. It's okay to have feelings. It's okay to have emotions. Oh, we wanted to talk about and- the feelings thing, but we are almost coming up on an hour here. So this is supposed to be an introduction. Well, I think it just kind of shows you guys like we, this is, we'll go deep for you. This is going to be a passion project for us. And I'm really excited that we are doing this creative outlet together. And I think, I hope you guys stick around and I, you know, we are excited to share our tribe with you guys and have you become part of whatever this is we're building and our villain era our villain era don't be afraid don't be afraid to stick up for yourself nope. and be someone's villain if you can't be their hero villains are misunderstood <laughs> so we have started an email um if you guys want to email us any suggestions on show topics or, you know, there's anything else you guys have suggestion wise for us. Be nice, please. We're very sensitive people. <laughs> we can put that in the show notes. So be nice. we don't We're sensitive. Um, be nice. We just want to love everyone. We just want to love everyone. Um, but I hope you guys are looking forward to learning about us and hanging out with us and, I'm not sure we don't have a posting schedule or anything yet. We'll figure out what we're going to do with this going forward. But we're we're excited for this podcast. And like I said, we're starting a YouTube channel to Cat and Ash do things. And we will do things. Um, and we will probably pretend we're very confident doing the things. And you guys can come along and laugh your butts off with us. Because it seems every time we try to do new things... We put our all into it, and it's a good time. Good time. Good time is had by all. We're a good time. We make other people laugh, but at the end of the day, if we, make, we make random friends. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and we make ourselves laugh. Um, someday we'll tell you the uh, phone ringing in the liquor store story if you're lucky. <laughs> so, On that note, we hope you all enjoy your healing journeys, and thank you for coming along for the ride with us. Oh my gosh, she like came up with an outro on the fly. I'm so impressed. Get it, girl. Thank you. (laughs) Have a super fabulous week, and we'll talk to you. Love you, bye. Love you, bye.